the other day, an elderly woman flanked by her aide and a nurse, the sleeve of her house coat rolled up, her naked, thin, wrinkled arm exposed, received her first dose of the vaccine for COVID. This photo in the New York Times was a beautiful portrait of love and care for the most vulnerable among us. And I was reminded recently that this was not necessarily assumed in the early debates about how we would roll out the vaccine. Some argued we ought to first vaccinate the young, those out and about in society, to prevent further spread of the disease, while others argued we ought to privilege the weakest, the most vulnerable among us, to prevent more death. The debate was decided somewhat swiftly, and we decided that the only requirement to receive the vaccine was weakness, not wealth, not power, not influence, but vulnerability, weakness and need, the only qualifications to receive life-saving medicine. That might seem astonishing in a culture that privileges youth and success, power and self-help, yet it is entirely keeping with Christian history. Before Christianity had taken hold in the Roman Empire, caring for the poor, the weak, the sick was not a priority. It was seen as foolish, even shameful. In his book, Dominion, historian Tom Holland traces how Christianity has shaped modern culture, resulting in hospitals and orphanages and old age homes. He tells the story of the plague of 250 in Rome, when those who showed signs of illness were thrown out into the street, left dead by their communities. It was the early Christians who took them in, giving them water, baths, and food. This Christian care is counterintuitive to self-preservation, yet we saw it in the healthcare worker, workers who insufficiently protected still cared for those in the early days of this pandemic when we didn't know yet how dangerous this virus was, what their risks were. But this care for the weak is not counterintuitive for those of us who follow the one who compared himself to a physician, who tells us that when we feed the hungry and clothe the naked care for the sick, we do it for him. The only qualification for love and care is weakness. It is why we at All Saints decided early on in the pandemic that we would make decisions about when to regather in person on Sunday mornings, not based on when it was possible or when we were desperate for it, but based on the most vulnerable among us. That's also how the decision about how to roll out the vaccines was made, based on vulnerability and need. Today, on Good Friday, we gaze upon the cross. 
We gaze upon the one who took on weakness for the weak. We gaze upon the one who so identified with the weak that throughout history, he has been portrayed as afflicted with the afflictions of the time. On the 16th century Eisenheim altarpiece, he is shown with the sores that those who suffered from the plague had. In contemporary icons, he is shown on the cross with the same lesions that those who suffered from AIDS had. We gaze upon the one who had no form or majesty that we should look at him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. We gaze on the one who was despised and rejected, a man of suffering and acquainted with infirmity. On this day, on this Good Friday, we see the one who at the incarnation took on the weakness of our flesh, now take on the weakness of our suffering and the greatest weakness of all, death. He did not do this because we are worthy. He did not do this because we've worked hard enough to deserve this love, this sacrifice. He does not ask we who are weak to help ourselves. Rather, while we were still helpless, Christ died for the ungodly. We humans have responded imperfectly to this pandemic. No need to catalog those faults here. But we followed Christ when we decided that the only qualification for receiving the vaccine for help was one's weakness, one's vulnerability. And now as more and more older Americans are vaccinated, we know that we have a newly vulnerable population. Children who have natural protections against the virus now become the ones most vulnerable until they're vaccinated. And so our job will be to protect them, continuing to do the uncomfortable wearing masks, being careful about socializing, and so on, so that we might continue to care for the weakest. For that is how God works. That is how the cross works. For though we held him of no account, he has borne our infirmities and carried our diseases, wounded for our transgressions, crushed by our iniquities. On this day, this Good Friday, in this pandemic time, we remember that the real disease is sin. The risk factor is our humanity. The cross, the only cure. We need not, we cannot earn it, and we do not, we need not deserve it. The only pre-existing conditions are that the waters are up to our necks and that we are sinking in deep mire, as the psalmist says. The only qualification is weakness. And that, beloved, means that all of us qualify for the saving medicine of the cross. <laughs>